Hello and welcome back to the Langer and the Gaul episode 17. Oh my goodness, lucky for some, unlucky for others. 17? Oh, yeah. Is there a significance to the number 17? No, my sister's birthday is on the 17th of a month. All right. I do also know which month it is, but that's <laughs> you just don't want to like it's the 17th day of the 17th month. <laughs> how are you? Not too bad. Now, how are you keeping? I'm not too bad. Uh, I never did the I'm John James. Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to give you a bit of space to yeah, do it there. I'll do it there now. I'm John James, and I'm joined as always by Lauren Cahalan. How are we getting on? Why did I say my name so dramatically? Like, because you usually call yourself like Lily Allen or I something. I know, yeah. <laughs> I should have done that. What's your story? I I'm gonna let you go first of the weekly roundup. I haven't seen you in so long. It's been it's been a mo- it's been a hot minute. So we're currently recording here on a Sunday afternoon. The sun is out after moving it from a Thursday to a Friday to a Saturday to a Sunday. Yeah, we've had a busy week. We've had both had busy weeks. So we're here on a Sunday. I haven't seen John since we recorded the last podcast, which was last Wednesday, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Chew- no, it wasn't I think Tuesday. Was did it? we not record on a Tuesday? Does it matter? No. Last week, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I, you know, I feel like we have a lot to catch up on. I feel like we should do it live on podcast as well. Cool. Like, all the gory details. All the gory yeah. details. Yeah, yeah. Like, about bowel movements. How many shits have you yeah. taken? That's what I'm going to Oh, why are we the same? So, yeah, so I'm currently uh, living in my in-law's house in Glanmire. Yeah, I find it ever so strange that you were babysitting your brother-in-law. Yeah, my brother-in-law who is 12. So my um, in-laws are in Barbados at the moment as we speak. Bastards. Uh, bastards. So we are looking after Charlie, uh, Tom's brother. So that's our crack at the moment. Um, had a very traumatic experience during the week, John. Oh. And this is an update for our listeners. We've spoken about how much we love this company. And... I'm just taking a moment. <laughs> so, I took it upon myself to message Vitish on Instagram. I said to them, we are a huge fan of your product and we have a podcast. <laughs> I was like, could you even just send us one bottle? It was a very funny email, very funny message, I would think. Um, And I didn't think much more of it. And then about 12 hours later, I clicked into the messages and what did I see? The Langowl pod had been left unseen. No, God! By Vithit. No, God, please, no! So, basically, that's the single most embarrassing thing that's happened to me in a very long time. You're going to send him another message? Uh, I might not. No, might let you do that. Okay, I'll do it. I can't handle rejection. I'm going to do an email as well. You're going to do an email. You went through the Insta, didn't you? Went through Insta because they're always resharing people putting up pictures of their Vithits, like, you know. Maybe we'll try it there now today. Yeah. That's what we'll Before do. Before we take a drink of him, we'll have to take pictures with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Vitish, very disappointing. Yeah. But if you sponsor us, all is forgiven. Oh, yeah, we'll forgive it straight up. Like, Yeah. Very forgiving people here at the Langell Pod. Absolutely. Yeah. So that was very traumatic for me. I can imagine. Uh, petrol prices. Fuck, fuck off. Exactly. Um, Has been... I actually always filled the car and I only put 30 quid into it last night. I got half a tank. 30 quid, where are you going the next pump? I know, yeah. <laughs> I saw someone do that already. <laughs> someone tweeted that already. It was like someone had pumped three, filled up their car by 20 quid, where are they going pump four? Yeah. 
Uh, they are going shocking at the moment, though. Or someone said that they doubled the value of their Nissan Micra and <laughs> a full tank of petrol in it. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, that's the crack. I'm actually, for someone now who hasn't been podcasting in probably about 12 or 13 days, I actually know I have nothing, really. You have nothing? On. No, nothing, really. Are you looking at me like I there's something you know? No, just... Yeah, nothing. Was work? Work's fine. Yeah, I'm grand, like. You're grand. I'm hanging on. Okay. <laughs> jump, jump into my week, so. Yes, please. I was just going to... God, John, I was just going to ask. Do you want some of the positives or some of the negatives? Uh, start with the positives. Start with the positives. Right, went to Junction 17. Port Leash. Yes. Right. Oh, my God, yes. So, first of all, I've done a bit of travelling in Waterford and uh, Minute this week. How long did it take me to get to Minute, you reckon? On a normal day, like three hours, maybe? Two and a half is what Google Maps yeah, said. Yeah, okay, okay. Google Maps obviously wasn't in Tipperary that day because it was fucking snowing. Yeah, you sent me the picture of the snow and I was like, is he recycling pictures from like four years ago or something? No, nope. there was two inches of snow on the motorway in all through Tipperary and Kilkenny. That's fucking mad. So it took me five hours to get from Cork <sighs> to Minute. That's rough, like. Shocking, carry on. And how did, So you were driving a van? Yeah. Because it, you had rented a van. So how did you... How did you find like driving a van on that in those kind of conditions? Was it okay? Like so, what happened is I was in the fast lane, okay. and I was just driving along, half paying attention, half listening to a podcast. You know, you don't have to have a hundred percent of your attention on the driving, like when you're on the motorway. And I had cruise control and everything as on the ground time. And next thing, the van just started skidding at 120, <sighs> and the cruise control Christ. turned off. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And I literally looked down and saw. About two inches of snow I was going through. Jesus Christ. You know when you're on the, the link and you hit like a puddle and the van like, st- or the car yeah, stopped. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like that. I said, oh my God. It was also sliding. And I was like, what the fuck? So I braked, pulled into the slow lane. The slow lane was clear because it was trucks and stuff going through it. Two inches of snow, literally on the motorway. And then the trucks kept overtaking me and absolutely like splashing big thick heavy lumps of snow up on the van. Oh, and Jesus I was like, this shit's Christ. a rental. If he dent it with fucking snow, I'm going to be livid. Yeah. But... Yeah. I stopped off in Junction 17, Port Leash. Yeah, never stopped there myself. Usually Junction 14 is where I would, but I skipped yeah. it. 17. And I was there outside and I was I was waiting for uh, someone was meeting me there to drop off uh, a few bits. So okay. I said I'd sit down outside on the four courts. Sat down. Yeah. And I was like, oh, someone's been sitting on this bench. It's warm. Do you know that feeling? It's a disgusting feeling. It's like yeah. someone else's ass heat. Yeah. But it wasn't someone else's ass heat. Yeah. It was generated electronic heat. This was a heated bench. I could have stayed there for the day. You probably should have, really, with probably the conditions have. you've been yeah. through. That is beautiful. I that's a new one on me now. Like benches in a in a garage. Yeah. Like, beautiful. And then some fella sat down at one of the other benches. Had and the I same was like, feeling. <laughs> I was looking at him waiting for him to cop it. And then he did eventually, I saw him kind of go, and I was like, oh yeah, heated benches, like, it's class, like, and then I heard a phrase that I thought was actually made up. Yeah. He looked over at me and went, it's wow just good, hey. what you just say? It's wow just good, hey. No. It's apparently like a mead, loud type thing, like, okay. wow just, is wow what they just. say for like, geez, that's brilliant, that's wow just good. Cool. I thought it was a made up phrase, he looked me dead in the eye and said it, I was like, wow. Yeah. You, sir. Are probably having a stroke. Yeah. Uh, do you need Fast. help? <laughs> yeah, I. So it means that's class. Like that's woe just good. 
It kind of just sounds like someone from Boston trying to say that's gorgeous. That's fucking wow, just good, hi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hi. <laughs> so that was okay. That was. So that was one heated butthole. Okay. Yeah, heated butthole. Yeah. That's kind of all the positives they have, I'm afraid. Oh, for fuck's sake. We'll go into the mediums. Right. We'll okay. take a break from, from the. Okay, mediums. Travesty of the world. That was my two Gen Z. Phrases I had this week. Okay. Two of them, mind two. you. I'm not sure if I did one last week, but I have two. You this said week. mid last mid week. last week. Okay. So That's the first one I have is catch these hands. <laughs> yeah. So like we're walking along, and as you have uh, as you have done in the past, like you called me a fat prick, <laughs> and then I would turn to you and say, "Do you want to catch these hands?" Okay. Which means, do you want a slap? I would fight you. Okay. With these hands Do you want to catch these hands Oh my god you face? are really scaring me right now If anyone could see this He's looking into my soul I'm not okay. <laughs> <laughs> You just lying. gaslight yeah. me Too much to talk about So that's the first one Catch these hands Okay So if I was like If you walked in I'd be like Oh that's a whole ass mood Like you're a big sour head And you'd be like Catch these hands I like it I don't think I'd ever say it No <laughs> no, I don't I think I'd like say any of these words I feel like No I definitely say some of them Do you know You do say mood oh, Mood But I do say it I say it a lot But I say it like What I would think is Ironically like You know But everyone's looking at me like Fuck off Yeah what are you doing You're a 27 you think you're 11 Get the like fuck over yourself And I think I try to dress like a Gen Zer as well And do you know what that is Mid Chuggy Which is the word that you're It's the second word That's the second word Okay Chugi, C H E U G Y, Chugi. Okay, Means that is not cool. That's lame. Yeah, I'm very Chugi. Yeah, but like, Chugi. So what I'm wearing today is a sweatshirt that says Los Angeles on it. It's a mood. It's a mood. I'm wearing flat leggings. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. I'm wearing white socks and white runners. It's pretty mid. Yeah. So like I'm trying to go for this whole like you know aesthetic of like what are you saying? I don't know what I'm talking about. Like I'm just throwing words at you. But I I try to dress like cool like but I I look in the mirror I'm like am I such a wannabe like do I need to get my fucking ballet pumps and skinny jeans back out with my pimplum top? You're wondering if you're chuggy. Kind of um like. I just uh, bypassed all the cool years of my life by just covering up with jumpers and stuff, like, you know, now, and now I've gone past it. The jumpers were cool. Were they? I don't know, I always wear jumpers. That doesn't necessarily mean they're cool, Chad. I'm the epitome of cool. No, you're not. Yeah. I'm anyway. also wearing tracksuit pants today for the first time in probably in about six months. Yeah. Chad was worried that when he pulled up at the podcast, I was going to be like, why the fuck are you wearing tracksuit? And then he got out of the car and I said nothing. Because it's Sunday, my dudes. Because it's Sunday, my dude. That is chuggy because Sunday, my dudes, I'm pretty sure that that's a reference from a vine. You know, it's Wednesday, my dudes. Is it? Yeah. It's also from the Big Lebowski, I feel. Is it? Yeah, okay. But, you know, the, the vine of your man, he's like, it's Wednesday, my <laughs> it's dude. Wednesday, my dude. And I just think that if a Gen Zer heard me quoting TikToks, they'd be like, that is the most depressing thing I've ever heard in my life. Yep. So we're we're hip and cool here. I don't think we are, but well, I think we're actually after moving into being more comfortable in ourselves and just knowing that, like... Yeah, but that's why we don't feel the need to say, that is chuggy. That sounds like a disease or something. Like, I got, I got a, a bad case of chuggy on my knee. But can I ask you, though, are we, like, are we bordering on, you know, the way that, like, you know, dads have no problem going out with socks and sandals? Like, are we we're bordering old, yeah. on that? Yeah. We're not old. 
I wouldn't say we're old. Like I have a few eggs left. I don't have any eggs. No, you don't have eggs. <laughs> well, maybe you have. But um, Yeah, but like I don't think you should measure your age whether you have eggs left or not. I think you probably should. Like what considering Like my eggs are depleting, but Yeah, but considering where we are, we're we're considered old. What you fuck you mean, like? People under the age like Gen Z people yeah. consider anyone over twenty three ancient. John, you're actually making me cry. Yeah. But when I was like 13, my aunt was 27 and I thought she was really cool. Yeah, but when you were 13 and you walked past a 16-year-old, you're like, that old person's going to beat me up. Okay, yeah, fair enough. They Jesus think we're Christ. ancient, like, and they look at us and, like they have their lives together, literally. <laughs> Nobody's looking at me saying I have my fucking life together. They do. Swear down, some young one, 13-year-old, walks into Secrets. Yeah. You're there with your full-time job. Yeah. She says like, she has her life together. Yeah, that's she works in secrets, so like. funny to me, like. That's actually so funny to me, like, unbelievable. Yeah. But. Little do they know that you cry for your birthday. I cry on my birthday. <sighs> I actually saw a meme during the week. Someone was actually, like, it is actually seems to be a universal experience. Like, well, are you mocking me? Because no, I'm just like, I can't believe I did that. Oh, yeah. We <laughs> do you want to explain? Yeah, so I outed, <laughs> so I said something I shouldn't have said. It literally, I was like, for fuck's sake, we've been, we've been doing so well. And, and because we're putting the podcast out tomorrow, <laughs> like, so, like, we literally agreed last night, we were like, let's try and, like, be Behave. as straight, like, through without making any mistakes so that we don't have to edit it out. Yeah, I fixed it, it's fine. It's you won't fine. even know what happened. Yeah, yeah. Spot the gap, you can't, because you you're can't. a bitch. And also because I'm actually class at editing and I realised that. Like, I took, I had to take out a chunk of something last week. <laughs> Stop making us out to people. Yeah, we're pretty bad sometimes. No, but it was just, it wasn't. It was it too long and we had to take some yes, stuff out. Yes, like. exactly, because the podcast was nearly Near two, two hours. hours yeah. So I actually had to, I had to shave some bits off the podcast last week. And I like, took it from like a mid-sentence and spliced it back in. And I played it for Tom and he was like, I was like, was there any any edit? Any For edits? sake, were there any edits there? And Thomas was like, no. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I actually just took out 10 minutes. Yeah, so. we're, we're generally good for, for editing. We don't really do that much. But last week it went on. We yeah. were having so much fun. Like yeah. it just went on Literally. for like two hours. Yeah, like it's not like I was, you know, it's not like fucking yeah. we said the worst thing ever. I just, you I know. go endorsing Adolf or anything. Yeah, like. no, no. Thank God. Yeah. I'd be crying over that. Anyway, so we're old. Yeah. And we have our lives together, apparently. But, like, I suppose, like, like if I, it's weird to me now that if I, like, got pregnant and then went home to my mom, she'd be like, woohoo! Yeah, you're an adult. Whereas, like, I'm like, no, you have to be cross with me. <laughs> I'm only a baby. <laughs> I'm a baby myself, you know? No, it's, yeah, we're adults now. We can do what we want, really. So, I, wa- I actually was driving in here today, and the sun was, like, beating off the water, and I... <laughs> And I was like, this is going to be a great fucking podcast. I'm so buzzing. And within, like, what, 10 minutes? I don't know. know. Uh, 16 minutes. Within 16 minutes, you've actually told me I'm old. Yeah. And now I feel really sad. That's grand, girl. I'll cheer you up here with my negatives. Okay. Okay. So what are your negatives? First one is, I didn't tell you this because I wanted to get your live unfiltered reaction. Oh, God. I got pulled over again. Ah, Fuck off. Yeah. What happened? Driving along home. 
Okay. Your car, your reg is flagged. Driving along home, the blue lights came on, pulled me over. No. Your man came out, walked okay, up to sorry, the car. Sorry, excuse me, no, we have to go back. Where were you? I was on the way out of town. Okay. Straight road. Okay. Blue lights, pulled over, because I thought he was going to go past me, but of course, no, he didn't. Pulled over, got out, walked up to my car, looked in, was like, where are you off to? I was like, I'm just going home. He's like, okay. I turned around. Okay. And I said, excuse me, said this. I was like, can I ask why you pulled me over? Like, is it a joke or something? <laughs> and he was like, he looked at me as if to be like, this fucker is going to, like, I was like, I was like, and no joke, I've been pulled over about six times in the last few months. I was like, is, is there something wrong with the car or what? Like, mm-hmm. and he, he kind of, he, he was like, no. Like, he, lo- he said no, but his eyes were like, yeah. Oh my God. Did he tell you? No, he just walked away. What the fuck? We'll have to. We have the man who stole Madeline McCann has had owned my car. I'm convinced. Do you do you actually think so? I was there last night googling what cars Prince Andrew had in the past. Okay. Could like, we not just get our? Could we not just get like a f- someone we know in the guards to run the rage and just see what's going on with it? Like could do. I know there are at least two, possibly three guards who listen to this podcast. That is actually the most concerning thing I've ever heard in my whole life. <laughs> You know what? You knew one. I did. I <laughs> yeah, did. No, yeah. but there is, there is about, I think there's three. That's wild. Um, and if any of you would be, be willing to help out and see is my car, you know. Yeah, because I never get involved pulled in over. a hit and run or yeah. was it, you know, did Prince Andrew own it? That's fucking mad. Was it in a background video of, of a Saddam Hussein video <laughs> in a cave or something? Like, I need to know what's gone with the car. Do you know what? I was actually parked up in the straight road garage uh, coming home for, was it coming home from the podcast? No, it was coming home from the Jordan Run gig, actually, in Cypress Avenue a couple yeah. weeks ago. And I pulled in to the garage anyway, and, you know, I have the L plates up. And I had Teddy in the car with me because I collected him from Tom's parents' house, blah, blah, blah. And I have the L plates up, so I was sitting there, and I was actually eating thigh rings and drinking, like, uh, an actual off-brand Vitish, vitamin water from Spare. Hitfit. Hitfit, exactly. And next thing, you know the way the guards just, like, chill there, like, the, yeah. that's the, that's where they're, they're that's their spot. Past, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was grand. Mind my own business, like flicking through TikTok or whatever, grand. Next thing, I just heard like a little knock on the window and I looked up and it was a guard and I was like, oh, okay, weird. And we'd been there a couple of weeks beforehand and the guard had knocked on my window because they wanted to rub Teddy. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so I was like, oh, this is going to be this again. And he was like, um, excuse me, uh, do you have a full license? And I was like, oh, I do, yeah. And it's me, so innocent, like... My dad had been in the car a week before and he'd got a small bit of ketchup on it, on my license. So I was like, two seconds there, guard, and I rubbed it off my pants and I handed him my dr- my license. And he was like, oh, okay, thanks a million, and handed it back to me. And he I was thought like, you're on a he down. thought I was on an unaccompanied driver, but I thought, wouldn't it be a fucking ballsy move now to go in with your big fucking L plates, knowing that the guards hang out there all the time? But if you're not moving, like if your engine was off and you're sitting there, he, he shouldn't have been, I don't think he was allowed to come up and ask you that. I'd say he probably was, like... Don't think so. You're not driving the car. Didn't matter, like, you know, I wasn't upset about it. I was no. like, you know... Here's another one for our guard friends, who may be listening, right? Somebody told me that it is against the rules for a guard to smoke while they're wearing their uniforms. Really? And, like, I'm not trying to get anyone in trouble here, but I have seen guards smoke in their uniforms. <laughs> you're not fucking naming them, John, like, it's but fine. Like, no, but, like, uh, it's, I, was, I was wondering, is that an actual thing, or is it just... Some bullshit that someone made up. You can open the can, it's fine, like ASMR. 
I'm opening it like under my yeah. <laughs> under the laptop. Looks like you're pouring it onto your leg. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you got pulled over again. Okay. So that is something that like I know it's like a big deal for John to find out, but it's actually annoying me now at this stage yeah, as well. I get pulled over in that car, and like it's fine. Didn't it happen to you? Like, didn't this, it wasn't a similar edge like involved in a hit and run as well to your one of your older cars? Remember the one seven? You told me that, yeah. But they that was only I never get pulled over once or twice in that car, and they, they were said they, it was. But they pulled. O- they came to your house, yeah, yeah. and they were like, "There's a similar edge car. Were you in like Middleton or something?" And you were yeah. like, "No, I wasn't." Like, and then you were able to show them on Google Maps. Yeah, yeah. But See, this but shit this, never happens. But to this me. one is yeah. I, I've I don't know. I just it's just this is the second car now. The first one was the the Renault Megane I had. I coupled over a lot, but I was the first owner on that the one. The original one, the blue one. All right. I got pulled over two or three times in that, but I think that was the one you got the guards at your door for. Yeah, yeah, but I think it was because uh, that just looked a bit sporty and had tinted windows and stuff. Okay, but it was only two or three times. <laughs> and when you were inside that car, it was the least sporty thing you'd ever yeah. be in your life. It was like fucking pink lights on the way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this one now has been about six times. I've been like, and it's not yeah. going through a checkpoint. It's guards coming up behind me, putting on the blues, pulling me over, looking at me, and going away. And in fairness to you, like I have seen you, like you know. I have seen you on main roads doing the speed limit, but actually, genuinely, when you're on the straight road and stuff, you're always under the speed limit. You take it fucking handy. Like, you're not a, you know, you're not a mental driver. Like, so I don't understand. But if they pulled me over and said, you were speeding just now, I'd be like, okay. They don't ever have a reason. They always just look in the window and then fuck off. Yeah, there's something. There's something. Or they're looking out for the same car of the same color or something. Don't know. But it's at this it point. Has to be like, that's off the fucking wall. Yeah. And I'm not like I'm not I'm not pissed off because they're obviously like it it, so, it sounds they're like they're looking job, like, for somebody. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. But like, can you fuck off now? Leave me alone. They're just looking for some hairy brick <laughs> in a gold car. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. Right. What, what else one, do you have for me? Right, which will lead nicely into our first topic. Okay. I'm going to name and shame this place because oh my God. everything I'm stating is matter of fact. This is exactly okay. what happened to me. Okay. So. Was in work, decided, or uh, we do, we have a group chat, they, all the lads, we go to Tom Barry's after work. Okay. They were like, we'll get there at about seven. I was like, fine. I finished work late, so there was no point in me driving all the way back out home to drive all the way back into town. Yeah. So I went straight there, and I got there for about 25 past half past six. And I went in, and I was met by a woman, uh, she was walking out, and I said, sorry, is this, do I, is like, do I just sit down or do I have to wait to be seated or what? She's like, no, you can sit anywhere that doesn't have the reserve sign on it. Okay. We wanted to sit outside in the beer garden. I was like, perfect. Walked around. All the seats really had reserve signs on them. Okay. I was like, that's fine. Whatever. But there was people sitting at some seats. I was like, I'll sit down here for a while. Wait. Maybe someone will leave. Up a uh, table got. They all fucked off. I was like, perfect. They went inside. I took their table. Okay. Text the group chat like have a table. We're all sorted. I didn't want to leave to get a drink then or anything because I was holding the table. Yeah. So I was like, I'll wait for the lads there on the way. They'll be here in like ten minutes, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'll go get a drink then. Two minutes to seven. So after me waiting fifteen minutes for the table and having the table yeah. for nearly fifteen minutes, two minutes to seven, some fella comes up, slaps down a sign that says this table. He's like, this table is just reserved for seven o'clock. You're going to have to leave at two minutes to seven. Or you're going to have to get off the table. Do you think he thought that you had no intention of like buying anything or something? I don't particularly care what he thought because he didn't, 
approached me and be like, sorry, are you getting something or whatever? He just slapped mm. the sign down and was like, get off the table, someone's after ringing. Okay. And reserving the table. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And he was like, someone reserved the table for seven o'clock. You're going to have to get off the table. Okay. Fuck you. Mr. Man, you know who you are, if you're listening. If you're not, I don't give a shit. Hope Imagine. someone sends it on to him. Imagine if the person is a listener. Uh, fuck him. Okay. That was disgusting customer service. If he came over and said, sorry, this table was reserved all along, and the people before you, like, they, I was just leaving them there, but it's actually... Was, no, he just came over, slapped the table, signed down. That is disgusting. Yeah, like, if it was a case that it was like, oh, the people that were here before you, we actually advised them that they had to be off the table by seven. No, no sign down, nothing. And, like, there was people sitting at other tables that said reserved, f- reserved from eight, but they were sitting there. Okay. And they, they obviously were, knew they were going to... There was no ta- sign on this table. Okay. So um, what did you do? What I action left. did you take? Okay. And I, we were going to get pizzas and drinks and everything, the four of us. It was a table of four. We All of us were going to get food and drink and everything. And I went out the door and they were like, I met two of the lads outside and they were like, we'll go in and see if we can get. I was like, no, we're going somewhere else. Fuck that. Yeah. And I did a TripAdvisor review. I did a Google review. And I'm going to fucking find some other way to send another review until I get a response because that was shitty customer service. Okay. I was actually snapping. Yeah. It seems it. Snapping. Like if he'd have come over and just said, I'm so sorry, but this table was actually booked. See can it. I see if I can find you another table? No, just put the fucking sign down with his big melon head and was like, get off the table. I fucking, I was literally snapping. And then you see, like, if that was me in that situation, I would have just got up. No. I, I did get up and I left, but Yeah, but I would have just been like, oh, okay. And I would have just out the door. So as of yet, has not responded to my Google review or my TripAdvisor because they do respond when they think they're in the right. And I have not gotten a response yet. Did you always have a TripAdvisor account then? No, created one specifically to leave a review there. Because mm-hmm. you noticed that they respond to TripAdvisor reviews rather than Google yeah, reviews. but they only respond when they think they're in the right. Okay, right. Okay. They have not responded to me. Okay. I'm waiting. We have to keep we have to keep posted on that, so. Yep, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to screenshot the, the TripAdvisor review and I'm going to send it to them in an email and be like, can you please respond to this? Okay. I mean... We're never going to get a sponsor from Tom Barry, you know, like... Fuck Tom Barry's. Okay. If I burn to the ground in the morning, I'd be delighted. John, no, stop fucking, it. I was so livid. That is the I shittiest... I get that, but, uh, you know... And I know it's shitty, but I suppose we've all had our bad days as well. Like, I mean, have you always been 100% a brilliant customer service? What do you mean? think you were always... When I gave customer service? Were you always tip-top, like, you know, never made a mistake... Never had a bad day and took it out of a customer. I don't think anyone ever walked away from an interaction with me being like, that was shit. Because mm. like... Even if I didn't want to help them, I would disguise it as something else and not help them. But they would mm. never be like, you didn't care. You see, I feel like I'm really good at customer service. But I do feel like people do walk away from me sometimes and be like, oh, she was a bitch. But I know you. And you would never intentionally... Yeah, but if I can do it, I will do it. You like. will go out of your way to help someone. If that were you yeah. there and your manager was like, that table's book moved that fella, you would come over and you'd have apologized 11,000 times. Yeah. And you'd have, yeah. Said, you'd have said, oh, there's seats in door, or we can move here, or, you know, we can do try think, and... Do you think the person in question was having just a really bad day? Uh, according to other, other TripAdvisor reviews, they described this man by one of his defining characteristics, and he is apparently just... Not a great okay. dude for customer service. I'm not okay. going to say anymore. I'm not going to slander him, but apparently he's... Okay. Yeah. 
I know I told And like I'm not disagreeing with you Because like the, You're devil's the, advocate It's fine That's a bad Customer service experience You know It's the worst customer service I've ever come across Yeah I suppose I would just look at it From the point of view Of like it, How I would probably Try and deal with it myself Because obviously I can't handle rejection So If that happened to me I would feel like shit after it Yeah But I would have to try And justify it to myself Then as somebody Having a bad day Yeah Well I don't know I I, I, I would like to think like this is the first time I've ever slayed it some some gaff on TripAdvisor or whatever, but mm. I couldn't think a reason in my head why he couldn't have spent an extra six seconds at that table or even said sorry mm. or apologized. Not just slapped a sign. And down. I've known people who've worked in Tom Barry's and I know like they're I've been there before. Yeah. And I've I've always had a very good experience there. So yeah. I suppose look, I suppose sometimes your customer service can, can come down to one person as well. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> you can see me getting nervous now. I'm like, oh, yeah. I would no, I would agree with you because I was when I before I created my TripAdvisor account, I looked through other reviews and they 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 more or less named this fella. Okay. And he's gotten bad reviews before, but he's always come back challenging, being like, "This is why this happened," or "You stole okay. stuff from our stock," or whatever. Like, what? Yeah, okay. there's there's a, there a, a second kind of hidden away bar in there, and people were pulling points from themselves and stuff, and they left the review, and then he came back was like, "We have video evidence. You pouring more than what you said." Yeah, okay, well that's justified. Like, but yeah, yeah. they look at the cameras. They'll see me walk in. They'll see me wait. They'll see me sit down and get kicked off the table in that order, and that is unexcusable. Yeah, well, I suppose an apology goes a long way, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it would, like if he if he'd literally said sorry, but this table is booked. Can we find you somewhere else? Or like. No, it was just the, the manner in which he just slapped the sign down. I was like, fuck you. Mm. And if we went back in, I would have fucking got kicked out anyway. So we left. Okay. And we went so, to Dwyer's of Cork and we had yeah. a fantastic experience with great customer service. Yeah. Hand the Dwyer's. Dwyer's is class, to be fair. Yeah. Um, so, so that brings me nicely onto our first topic. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like... Cork is such a small place. Like I know, I know you just, you're sitting there like I'm shouting at you as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. Not, I'm not, no, I'm I know just. that. Jesus, I know that. But I'm just, I'm. Uh, look, we also understand that not one person doesn't represent an entire establishment. No, because the time. first woman I came across was lovely. Yeah, exactly. Now I did feel like she was taking the piss when she was like, "You can sit anywhere without a reserve sign," and all the tables were reserved, but there was no way she knew all the tables. Yeah, were booked yeah, yeah, up, yeah. Like. But sure, you never know whether that person might have just started their shift. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. So first person I came across was lovely, and then second person I came across, fuckers up. Maybe, maybe Tom Barry's can uh, invite John for a uh, a redemption meal. <laughs> there you go. I'm not looking for free stuff or anything here. Oh, I know that. I'm only. Ma- I, I know. No, I said that. I'm just saying, like, even if they got onto me, was like, and explained what happened or whatever. Yeah. But there's just it was just ignorant, and I didn't like it. Yeah. Okay. I've had like I've had experiences like that in like in places, but I'm too soft. To, like wait before you go on, let me introduce this first topic, so then you can talk about it. Okay. The first topic is what? Can we stop? Can we stop for two seconds? Absolutely, under no circumstances. We're in the flow here. Like there's no way we're stopping. Can we stop? Get a grip on yourself. Anyway, please. Nope. Um, okay, so off the back of that customer <laughs> service uh, woe, I had. Bonanza. Bonanza. I just like that word. Yeah, <laughs> that customer experience bonanza. I just want to um do you like ask you, do you find a difference in customer service from pre to during to post kind of pandemic? Because pre we were all just going mad anyway. During then it was like table service and stuff. Yeah. And then post obviously people are coming out into a different kind of experience and trying to adapt. Like have you had any 
good or bad customer service experiences over the last few what months. What I've noticed is that people are expected to do the same amount of work with less staff now because places are finding it hard to get staff. Okay. So, like, Tom and I were trying to figure this out, actually, funnily enough, last night, you know, why, like, everywhere is hiring and why we can't hold on to staff. And I, I honestly believe it's because some people have just moved out of Cork. And, you know, like, you everywhere you go now at the moment, they have hiring up in the window. Yeah. Whereas before that, like, it was easier to get, like, you know, full staff and things like that. So, like, what I've noticed is that, like, people are probably working doubly, double... They're working as hard. I can't fucking speak. They're they're doing twice the work basically yeah. and getting paid the same. Okay. You know, but that hasn't changed like customer service. I suppose like I'm ver- we're very lucky. Like you and I are very lucky. We've got some really like really nice friends, and nobody's like. Do you know if you go out for? I've no friends that I go out for dinner with, and I'm like, oh fuck, they're gonna kick up here now. Like you know. You've no Karens in the group. No Karens in the group. Bless anyone named Karen, you're getting an <laughs> awful doing, but that's just the phrase, unfortunately, is stuck to you now. Like, for example, now, when I was working in Carphone Warehouse, I had a manager, and it was my first manager there, and we went out to Captain America's for the Christmas party, and it was grand, like, you know, it was my first year working there and whatever, and he was, like, boasting. He was like, watch this, and he called over the manager, and he started having a go at her about something. What? Yeah, to try and get the price down. So he just had a go for the sake of and having he, a go? He literally started it off by going, watch this. He thought it was hilarious that he was trying to get money off. So me and another girl that worked there, we were like, no, nah, fuck this. We got up and we just walked down the stairs. And left? Left. Left the mungeon. Because I, I wouldn't just sit there and let him just like... You know, tear this poor girl apart because he wanted to get money off, and also, the company were fucking paying for it. Like, so he know? didn't even need to get the price down. No, but it's just like a fucking, you know, you see these kind of situations, you see this happening, like, and it's horrible. Like, imagine always, like, if you were related to this person, and you're going out for dinner with them, and you're absolutely shitting it that they're going to be fucking complaining about everything. At least, you know, we friends that are, like, totally understanding. So, like, if the service is five minutes more than you'd expect, nobody's going to kick up a fuss. And when the wait staff or when the runner comes over and puts the food down in front of you, you're going to be like, thank you so much, regardless how long it took. Yeah. You know, I'm very lucky with that. And, like, you have to be understanding. Like, you know, literally somebody is running around probably trying to do 15 jobs at once. So if someone's going to put something down in front of you a few minutes later than you'd expect, just still be thankful and fucking tip people. Like, you know, if you don't get paid enough. Do you know what I think is really good as well is because of the work we do. Yeah. Obviously, you gigs and bars, Tom gigs and bars. Mm-hmm. I do sound engineering bars. We know a lot of the staff in a lot of bars. Yeah. And there are places that are good as well. We go to those places yeah. and like always gravitate back towards them no matter the staff what. Like. Always look after us very well. Even like and I think that's like even if we didn't work in these places and all the people I feel I don't yeah. think they'd be any different. Like Like you're you were probably gonna mention them, but I think personally, I think the staff in Dwyer's are phenomenal. Even yeah, I'd be biased because I know yeah. say ninety percent of the staff that work in there. Yeah. But when I ever bring up the bar to people, like they're like, "Oh, where do you work?" Like, I, go, I do night work in Dwyer's. They're like, "Oh, I love that bar." Yeah, I've never heard someone. Oh, I don't really like it. Whatever. From the minute that Dwyer's opened, the the customer service was always just brilliant. Like you know, yeah. 
and they like, have a lot of the same staff they had from day one like absolutely which is a great sign of a place really like um and also as well like you know if there is which is very rare but if there is a little bit of a delay or anything with the food like they're always just so apologetic and like yeah. you know you always want to gravitate back towards somewhere like that and even when it's like super busy then at night the staff are still brilliant yep yeah i have and to say no another place to shout out that we know the, the staff in his alibi alibi class we never yeah. fail to get great customer service in there sure. even when even like we'd know the manager call him yeah. when he's not on Still the staff were always looking after yeah. us, like, and also th- we had the, like the day two for the wedding in the alibi because you know just yeah. to meet up with everyone on the next day and like even it was like messy and there were loads of people there and you know like it was still like we were still really well looked after so it means an awful lot like and a bar that I don't know anyone who works in that I always find really welcoming great customer service is Impala oh yeah I've actually been there good. four or five times now over the last few months and the Very staff friendly. are always lovely in there. Yeah, I feel like some places are just brilliant at finding like like-minded people to work together, and as a result, then the atmosphere like it, we've seen it ourselves. Like we've all both of us have worked in jobs where, you know, it does come from like you know if you're having a relatively good time with the people that you work with, it always reflects into your work then and yep. how you deal with people. Like because you know if you were working with a drip now in Carfin Warehouse, and then you went out, you'd have a less enjoyable experience. Like hundred percent. And I think when the staff in a place are in fighting as well, you can always tell. Always. Yeah. Like I was in a garage you know, the other night and the uh, card machine wasn't working and it was very busy. And actually at the same time, there was teenagers trying to buy drink as well. Oh it was just, it was a whole mess in there. Like, and I was just, I was just getting a few bits for the house, like, and um, queuing up anyway. And there was a girl and a fella around the same age, probably about 22, 23, and the queue was massive, and he just turned around. He's like, "I'm bringing in the chairs there," and she just shouted after him. She was like, "You don't have time right now!" And she just sighed, and I was like, "Oh Jesus!" I was like, "I've worked with people like that. Yeah, I know you're. I know you're woe." He just decided, yeah. this is the time to yeah, bring f- in the chairs." Fuck this! It's busy. I'm going getting chairs. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt so sorry for her in the moment, like she was getting all, and like the, it was like a, it was like a car full of like I'd say one older teenager, and then like load of sixteen year olds in the car. And like another girl came in then She was like can I get a You know fucking nag and a Captain Morgan's or whatever And she's like no I'm not serving you You're in the car with that person who just tried to buy the same thing And I was like oh I just my heart goes out Look stop being a fucking dickhead to people as well Like yeah. when you go in places Just like be a nice person Like treat them exactly how you treat your friends Like I was uh, at a garage Pulled up to a garage last night As it just mentioning short staff Like the, we yeah. pull, I pulled up to a garage um, And I pull up I got out and a fella pulled up after me okay. and I was just putting uh, a small bit of diesel into the car because that's all I could afford. Mm-hmm. And he walked up to the door and the door didn't open and he walked around to the service window and started banging on the window. Fuck off. Now, the, it, like, the, there was, the doors were locked and there was no one inside but the garage was open. Okay. So I was like, right, logically in my head I was like, he's definitely gone to the bathroom or something. Or stocking a shelf or something. No, it was it was... Yeah, it could have been doing anything at all, but like yeah. he came out of the back then and came over and opened the door. Yeah. But your man was seething at the fact that he wasn't <sighs> instantly let into the garage. And I went in after him. Like we were waiting no more than a minute, like. And I went in after him and I was like, I was I let him go ahead of me because I was like, he's definitely gonna kick off here, like. Mm-hmm. Uh and I'm a bit nosy, like I'd love to see the drama, like. But uh he went in and quiet as a mouse, went up and got served and left. But yeah. he, like he was baiting on the window. He's like 
fucking good on there, like Jesus Christ, like yeah. I was like, is it is it closed at the moment? He's like, no, like the pumps are on and everything, like, and I was like, I was like okay, yeah, calm yeah, down, like calm down. Yeah, I've your seen man was on his own, had to go to the bathroom. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. Yeah, literally, like, and also as well, like if you're gonna go in somewhere and you're gonna be waiting a few minutes, like. Maybe just think about the fact that possibly the person is trying their hardest. Like, there's nothing that infuriates me more than when I'm at work. And I do, I have a customer-facing job. And I think everyone fucking knows now I don't work in fucking secrets as well. Like, you but anyway. Know. Yeah. But I have a customer-facing job. And Sometimes you're not always facing the customer, like, if you're clapping ass back at them. Or whatever. <laughs> you're such a fucking dick. <laughs> but if we're, if someone's waiting, like, we're, we faced staff problems recently. And there were days where there was only two of us. And, you know, I would have, like, if there's four or five people waiting, I would obviously acknowledge everyone and say, look, I'll be with you in a moment. But there's nothing worse than when someone folds their arms and then they're going, <sighs> Yeah, so if you are in that much of a hurry, fuck off and come back. Yeah, literally, there's nothing. And then they'll come up and ask you for something that they could absolutely have done online. Yep. You know? Secrets online. Secrets online. Camgirl.com or yeah. whatever. But, like, on a serious note, like, you know, I feel like, do you know what I've actually noticed is pre-COVID, mid, during COVID and after COVID, customers have lost their patience. Yeah, they're a lot less understanding. Because, like, there was always wingers before. Always. But they were not the dominant customer, yeah. wasn't a winger. You'd always get, like, as I said, now there's a queue of 10 people waiting for a lap dance or whatever. <laughs> One or two of them might be sighing and humming and hawing. Yeah. During, I think people lost their patience. They're like, I don't want to be in this building. Yeah. I have to come in here because you can't get a lap dance anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And then after, they're just, they still have the attitude of like, I want to be in and out. Yeah. But like, as you said, staffing is a huge issue. Huge issue. Yeah. You can't get people to clap ass these days. Like, yeah. Especially like with just the rate of inflation and yeah. 5.6%. You know, house prices has gone up 61% in the last two years. Like, fucking hell. Oh, like. yeah. Why would you want to be, you know, Dancing your life away, like yeah, I want to know. Covered in glitter seven days a week, like. But yeah, I know it, it's it's fair to say that, like you know, I suppose like it's just in a a customer facing role. I've I've definitely put down some of the harder months that I've put down, um, where I'm working, like yeah, you know, <laughs> I've just been really busy, yeah, and then I hope that it wouldn't be as busy this year, but it just is, yeah. But I again, it's uh, my my work is busy as a result of staffing issues. Like, yeah, but I also feel as well that people are working. A lot of people are working from home, um, and they do like what I found in my own job is that people hop out of their work from home job probably like you know don't want to have their Microsoft Teams going unavailable for too long, so they pop out and that's why they're peppering then when they're waiting because, like, it's not my problem that you need that you're after sneaking away from work without telling your manager like. Nope. I got. Uh, I thought this was a good one. And, uh, I know it's not the same thing, but it's just to do with staffing. Like, I work. Uh, a fellow of mine, a fellow of mine, a friend of mine works in HR, and they are going back to the office. Okay. It's not my company or anything. It's he's worked. He works somewhere else. And uh, he was saying that there, he got onto one fella, and he was like, "Oh, your your particular job now is going to be on site from this date on." Mm-hmm. And your man turned around and was like, "But I've got a twenty five minute drive to work and back. So are you going to pay me an hour extra overtime a day?" Yeah. And I was like, when in the history of the world has that been the case? That you get yeah. paid for your commute to work? Like, your job is now required to be on site. Go on site or find a different job. But there is kind of like, there, there is a question around it. Like, there's a lot of people have found 
like I was at an event on Friday and I was speaking to it was like to do an International Women's Day and I was speaking to people and they found there was two people that I spoke to and they found they were actually more productive at home than they are now back at the office Yeah. in that like back at the office you know they'd be like a senior person in their position at the office they're being asked loads of questions and people are interrupting them and stuff whereas at home they start at whatever time they're meant to start at and finish whatever time they're meant to finish at and they get everything done in between so it there is a good argument i like with paying for the commute do you know what sometimes i kind of have to think you know if you're if you're spending half an hour each way i luckily don't have that like i literally am like you know a short but if you were moved to secrets in middleton or something yeah. like and it was half an hour away I think like it is an ex it's not free time like do you know what I mean like I'm not saying you know I don't I think there's an argument to be made for if you're working for a company and you're expected like you know if you started off say in the city centre branch and then you're put out way further maybe you should be compensated for the fact that you're spending more on fuel and things I just 100% disagree if your job like so in this particular scenario I'll put it down I'll give you a bit more detail you didn't choose to go all the way further afield though You know what I mean No You signed up for the job in Say city centre But like my job is the same distance From my house as it is before Yeah I worked from home for a year Yeah Now I'm back in the office I don't expect to be paid for that commute I get that But like you know I think companies Profit hugely off the You know silence of their staff like do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like it's, we're it's, all it's never been the case you get paid for your No, it isn't, work, like. but it's never been the case as well that petrol has been costing me to fill a Ford Fiesta 70 quid. So let me put more detail around this just that might that might influence you, right? Um, so this person's job is to do with security and documents and stuff, right? Okay. They have to review sensitive information. Okay. As a emergency response, the company they work for Allowed documents to be sent to their house to be reviewed okay. and sent Which back. Which is a huge risk, yeah. Is a huge risk. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, okay, everyone's allowed to work back in the office. Here's a month's notice that you have to come back into the office. We're no longer allowed to send these documents to your house. Yeah, okay. This person works. It is a 25-minute drive, but they, it was a 25-minute drive pre-pandemic. Yeah. And now the job is on site. I get that, and I do. But I think the pandemic has changed the landscape for things like that now. And, like, I think people have realised that, like, you know, you do spend, like, it, that's not free time, like, you're not having a skitty bang driving 25 minutes into work in the morning, like. No, but you aren't going to work, like. I mean, yeah. there's people that travel a lot further. Yeah, there are, and they should be compensated for that. Oh, I don't believe I that I honestly all. do believe that. Why, like, why are we, why, like, we're putting, like, over 40 hours a week into a corporate job. Yeah. And... That's an hour away from your family. Like if, no, in that case, you cannot do your job away. Fair enough. But like, I feel like it should be built into your salary. There should be some sort of allowance, even if it's not the full amount. I mean, look, are all the industries that, the two industries that you and I work in have profited hugely off the pandemic. Okay. So why aren't we getting the rewards of that? Is your salary the same as it was at the start of the pandemic? I've switched jobs technically, but... Okay, but it's the same. The the, the, the pay scale I'm on hasn't changed. Yeah, it would have been the same. Mine is the same pay scale. And how much more money have they brought in because of our hard work? But in the history of the world, you get a job. You're not paid when you go to that job. Yeah. It's not but the company's fault that prices gone up. It's not the company's fault where you live. Way. Like, 
but it's just because something was the way it was for the last hundred years, why should that stay the same? I just think I mean, that like everything has changed. If you're paid for your commute, then people will just start moving further away to get more money. Uh, well, that's bullshit now, John. You know that. If you were paid for your drive to work. So I own a house in fucking Middleton and because they're after asking me to work in fucking McCroom, I'm going to move further down to Waterford, am I? What if you're pay, paid for it? Like? No, John. People don't do things like that. That's off the wall. But people don't get paid for their commutes. That's off the wall. Like, it's not the company's problem where you live. But it's not, you know, like, it, there should be a legislation in place where you are not, it's not costing you. Like, I think people should be paid more for their work. Yeah. But I don't think they should be paid for their journey to work. But, like, why not? Do you know what I mean? Because, because, it just because it's no, company time. You're not working for the company when you're driving to work. Yes, you're, you are. No, you're not. But you have to make it there, like. Yeah, but that's not, you're not so working for them. No, we're we're never going to agree on that. No, no, but I just think, fuck them, like. And your journey home, fuck that. Wait, what if you're not going home after work, like? But that's besides the point. As in, we're literally talking about, you know, how people are. We're not. None of us are compensated enough for what we're doing, like. No, what would like? I think if you're on a forty-hour-week contract, you get paid more for that forty hours a week. But I do not think you should be paid for the journey to and from work. But it, these things should be all built in, like okay. So you and I are kind of like we're kind of mid-level. In in that, like, we're not entry, but we're just above that. Yeah. But the people above us have fuel allowances yeah. and cars that yeah. they get for free. And their tax is paid for and their insurance. And anything goes wrong with the car, it's paid for. And if a tire blows, the tire is fixed for them. Because there's a higher dependency on them to be there. But the place doesn't run if we don't get there. The place doesn't run if they don't get there either, like. Yeah, but they're, they're getting the, the compensation. The, the people decision, who are like. making more, and they're on a higher salary than us. Yeah. And they're being paid to get there. Like, how does that make sense? It doesn't, like. It doesn't. Like, if someone is on a fucking double what I'm getting paid, all their fuel is paid for, all their tires are paid for, why don't I get the benefit of that? Because it costs too much. <laughs> yeah. And if we weren't there, would the company still run? But, like, would you not say that, right, you're on a 40-hour-a-week contract. I'm yeah. just doing stupid numbers here. No, I'm not. Yeah. So, like, you're, you're on a 30-hour-a-week contract, right? You're getting 20 grand a year, mm-hmm. right? Thank fuck I'm not. I know. Go on so, like, let's say now you're on f- fucking, I don't know, 10 euro an hour. Just yeah. I'm just picking easy numbers here. Mm-hmm. Would you not prefer if the company turned around and said, right, you're now going to get paid 11 euro an hour? Yeah. Rather than saying you'll get, what, 10 extra hours paid a week? Or do you want both? No, I don't want both. I want, like, you should be compensated for, like, the thing is that, like, my whole thing here is, like, I am extremely lucky at the moment because I am literally a five-minute drive from work, a ten-minute walk, and also... It's a drive, let's be honest here. Yeah, (laughs) fuck's sake. (laughs) But, But I'm literally around the corner, like, I don't have this problem. But I've been living in Glanmire for nearly a week and it's taking me, it took me 50 minutes to get to work from Glanmire to Balancolic, like, on Friday, because traffic is so busy. Like, I lost so much fucking petrol there, like, you know, and, like, I know it's not the company's responsibility, but, like, we are just, like, we are so stupid, all of us that work in jobs, because nobody ever speaks up and says, wait, why am I not getting paid more for this work? But you paid more during your hours of work. Yes, but at the same time, like, my original argument was, I live in Balancolic now. Yeah. And if they move me to Skibbereen in the morning, yeah, I'm getting paid the same as though I li- that I live in Balancolic. Yeah. 
you know what I mean? I just think if you apply for a job. Yeah, but John, what I'm saying is I applied for the job in Ballincollig. Yeah. They so moved I me to they, Skibbereen. If they consult you, if like if they just turn around and say you're moving to Skibbereen, we're moving you to the Skibbereen. But you have secrets. no choice in this situation, especially in the company I work in, because they have it in your contract that if you're in like X amount of a distance, you have to move there no matter what. Like you can't contest it. Well, that's a company issue. That's a contract issue. Like that's. But that's. But this is what people are suffering across the board because we're a slave to our salary because we live in a country that nobody can afford housing, nobody can afford fuel, that our tax rates are so high. Sh- weekly shopping has my weekly shopping has gone up by about thirty quid a week. So the company should be paying you more. Yes, they should, but, but not for your journey. Is my point. But they should be like everything should be looked at because I'm telling you. Every company is making more money now than they were at the start of COVID. I can't confirm or deny in, in my case if that's the a case. A lot of people. But I'd say I, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't argue that a yeah. lot of companies are making more yeah. money. Okay, let me ask you this, right? You've applied for a load of jobs. You've been in a couple of jobs now, right? Yeah. Did you ever read your contract and go back to them with a question about anything in your contract to see if they would change it? Not even once. So you signed a contract? I'm in the same. I'm in the same boat. But I John, didn't read my contract, but I know in my contract it says I can be moved between different departments at a drop of a hat. Like. And like realistically, this is where the issue goes back to. But like, at the time, I had no choice. I wasn't going to contest anything in my contract because you wanted to move. I had no college. This was a very good pensionable job that I was going to be walking into. Secrets of pensions. I know it's unreal. Like fucking hell, did they pay for your glitter? No, I have paid for that myself. Okay. There's an eleven. Okay. Tips are great. But I had no other options, no degree. I had to try and find an avenue under which I wasn't going to literally die in the job that I was working in at the time. I had no I felt I had no ground to stand on. It's the same thing as we have loads of problems with the apartment at the moment. And we feel that we can't push it too much. Because we could potentially be kicked out. You know, sometimes we are so powerless against, like, the situation that you're in that you don't contest things, you know. So, like, when I got my contract that time, like, there was a part where it says you could potentially work Fridays and Saturdays, which I was like, oh, that's a bit of a balls. I didn't want that. I've never had to do it. But I feel if you, you would feel you've that... Worked, you've worked a Sunday. And it's a Saturday, I do believe I remember being like, what? Secrets is not open that day. Um, it was for someone coming in IT issue or something Oh yeah yeah Something along those lines But again like It wasn't a full day Like yeah. you know But my whole point is I suppose Like When you said that to me At the start there And you were saying that You know The person Says okay but like Now compensate me Or whatever You know Maybe we should be asking These questions like You know Just because things are The way they are You know Why not try and change it I think I but think then let the company come back to you with their reasons for look. The reason is that no one has ever been paid for their travel to work. Why is that? Why would that change? Like, I think we're reading off the same book here. We're just not yeah. quite on the same page. I, I think feel like we should all be paid more. Yeah, and not in line with inflation. Yeah, above inflation. If inflation is five point six, we should be getting six percent pay increase. But they should be looking at the actual work you're doing. Like I mean, they get away with fucking murder. Like yeah, but that's what I say. We should all be paid more. Yeah. But oh, I'm I, agreeing with I you. Just yeah. I just don't think we should be paid for anything we do outside of company time, which is the commute to work. Like, mm. maybe the commute is different, but maybe we're making the same point. Like, but you know, 
my whole thing is like, you know, I've just noticed, I feel like people are just tied to what they think they have to do. And I would, I would think then, because I'm in a different industry, like people are walking left, right and centre for the smallest reasons and they're walking to other jobs. Like, Yeah, 100%. No, people are like, people are just walking out the door places now because they just know. The resignation like, generation is what's being labelled. Yeah, but people are looking for more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like, I'm talking as well, like, you know, like, I even feel like there's like a difference between someone who's 23 now and tw- someone who's 27. Like, to me, when someone walks up because they're not getting what they want, I'm like, oh, that's mad. Did I ever give my controversial opinion on minimum wage? No. I'm a bit nervous now. This is a controversial opinion. I think I might have told you... Outside of this, Off right? Mic, yeah. Here we go. Let's rustle some feathers, bitches. I'm get sick, I'd say. Prepare yourselves. Clench your buttholes. <laughs> so, I don't think that minimum wage should be standard across all age groups. Okay. Because somebody who is 16, 17, 18 does not have the same financial responsibilities as someone who is 30, 31, 32. In most cases. So, there should be a minimum standard of living, minimum wage, okay. for someone who is 16, 17, 18. Okay. Right? Maybe. And then every incremental amount of years, depending on your age, you have a different minimum wage. So, if you are 25, your minimum wage is, let's say, I'm just making up figures here now, I haven't actually done the maths on it, is 15. If you're 30, your minimum wage is 17, incrementally. Go on. I just think if you're, it doesn't really matter what age you are, if, if you're doing the same work, you should get paid the same. That's just my, I think I've taken all the energy out of myself now from the argument I had with you just now. Yeah. <laughs> but I do, I'd like, I would, would disagree. I feel oh, like, yeah. Tom worked for per- somebody once who, he asked them for a pay raise because he was doing like kind of freelance work for them. And Tom was in college at the time. And it would look like from the outsider looking in that he didn't need any extra money because he was living at home and that he, you know, didn't have his own electricity bill and stuff to pay for. But he was getting paid like a minuscule amount for working a full night's work. But because the person thought they were doing them a favor by giving them the job. And when he asked for like a 10 euro a night raise, so say 50 to 60, we'll just say. Yeah. He was laughed at and he was asked, sure, what do you need any extra money for? But what he didn't realize is that Tom was in college from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. every night. He wasn't eating at home, all his stuff. You know, like everyone's circumstances are different from from person to person. I just don't think that there should be anyone policing how much an age group gets paid. No, but that's what I'm saying. There should be a minimum standard of living wage. But I don't see Which is how higher, it, like I think that mm. should be higher than what the minimum wage is now. Yeah, but I don't see how, like, how it would be fair that a 27-year-old doing the same work cleaning fucking shit off a floor in a club would get paid less than a 17-year-old for doing the exact same thing. Same energy, you know. But if you look at it, that's happening now mm-hmm. because... Take it back to Car from Warehouse, right? Yeah. You had two different managers. Yeah. And because one was just there longer, he was arguably doing less work or was getting paid more. Mm-hmm. So it does happen anyway. That if someone has longevity in a company, they're being paid yeah. more. But I just think, and I'm not talking about every five years, there's a, there's a, like, I think every, your, your wage should be reviewed as you're going along anyway. Yeah. 
But I think if you enter a job and you are 18, yeah. you should be paid more than the minimum wage is now because it's not livable. Yeah. But if you enter that same job when you're 40, yeah. maybe there should be a stipend of a euro or two an hour. Maybe. Because yeah. if you're 40, you know. Yeah, you are you have responsibilities. I don't know. That's a, it does, that's that, a does, does this thing still exist that if you're under 18, you don't have to be paid minimum wage? Yeah, I believe. Like, like that's yeah. horse shit. Yeah, that is horse shit. And like, yeah, I saw that happening. I When I worked at McDonald's, like people were probably getting paid like six euro an hour when I was getting like nine or something. So I think everyone everyone across the board should be paid more. Another thing I think companies need to stop doing is dangling the carrot. Well, I've left so 11 jobs as a direct result of carrot dangling. Like. Yeah, like, you know, putting on these fluffy courses to make you feel like you're valued, but it's just a way of not progressing you because they couldn't possibly think of a world where they would leave you go from the position. That's how Carvin Warehouse lost me, like. And me. So remember, I went and did the manager's course. Yeah. And I read the handbook cover to cover. Yeah. Geared never myself read up. Anything. Yeah, I don't even know if I can read. Oh, I fucking did it, like. And did all the manager's courses and everything. And then they were like, yeah, we'll give this fellow who's never done any of that this full-time yeah. manager's job. Yeah. Like, your job as a manager should be to guide and then get out of the way of the person. Meaning that, you know... Yeah, like so somebody's really good at their job and your store or branch or department doesn't run without their work because they're a silly idiot who puts their fucking entire ass into everything and will stay late and will go above and beyond the call of duty. So your thoughts on it are my little thing can't run without this person so I'm going to try and hold them here for as long as I can and people don't do it without thinking like or people don't do it I th- consciously I think like. they do do you think so because since I've been a manager I have two staff members that are now in different jobs above my level getting paid more than me and because I recommended them I got out of their way and let them progress and let yeah. them and fought for them to do it yeah and I didn't I, I, I was thinking in my head like Jesus that's going to be a hard position to fill but I wasn't thinking yeah. they need to stay there. Yeah. Because my life is easier when they're there. People would be a lot further along in their careers if their managers would advocate for them more. And I think people wouldn't be in such a rush to do it either yeah. if they are being paid more. Because Absolutely, yeah. I ran into a manager's position because I saw an opening and I wanted more money. Yeah. And yeah. I asked for yeah, more money 100%. where I was. I didn't get it. Ran into, and I was probably, it was probably a bit premature for me to be in a manager's position, I think. Mm. I had no experience I had no official experience. experience. Like, I had done manager-type jobs yeah. in other jobs, but I don't, I, like, if I made the wrong call, the, the buck was never stopped at me because I was an equal or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I think also what, I, I there's a direct kind of um, result of that, that, and I'm not saying it's true in your case because obviously I don't work with you in that situation, but a lot of people who should never have been a manager in the first place, become managers Ooh, because, yeah. not because, but because they want to make more money and it's the next logical step. Whereas they would be better off being a colleague because they just don't have the, you know, understanding, patience, empathy, whatever you want to also be a manager. Like you can be an incredible salesperson, but you may ne- not necessarily be a good manager. And you, you know the person I'm talking about in Carephone as well. That was given the manager position over me. 
Yeah. Because they had good sales records. Mm-hmm. Yet if you stopped and looked at how they were making their sales, yeah, would you have done this? Would you have made the same choice? Like, no. would you have made the same no. call? Were they? But again, this is somebody. Then, like, this is the carrot dangling because when I was leaving, yeah. when I handed in my notice, yeah, in Carfin Warehouse, there was ructions. Do you remember that? Yeah. And I got calls from like two different regional managers offering me manage manager managerial jobs. And I remember I was walking around Tesco in Mountain Point when I got a call from the second fella, and I said. Where was all of this three weeks ago when I apparently was going to be staying here for the foreseeable future? But because I was in a branch that literally could not have run without you, my work. Because the place used to go to shit on my days off. And they couldn't get rid of the person above you as a result of tenure. Yeah. So I was literally the one holding it all and like barely holding myself together as well. I would argue not holding yourself together. Not holding myself together <laughs> at all, yeah. And I just think, you know what? Like, I think I destroyed myself for somewhere that had all these empty fucking promises. like, And that's all it ever was. And, and then like, when you went to leave, they had like, oh, we've loads of money here. Yeah, we yeah, give yeah. You. Yeah, absolutely. Like, hang on a minute, you had the money all along. like. Yeah, exactly. So like, don't be a fucking goal for the place you work for either. And that's what I'll just say. Like, it upsets me to this day that I put so much time and energy and fucking just mental and physical like anguish into a place that didn't give a flying fuck about you and if you are staying late and going in early and fucking not seeing your kids and you know destroying your weekends for a place that are dangling don't fucking do it if you died and i'm sorry but if you died in the morning there's going to be someone else sitting in your seat in two weeks time they don't give a fuck about you boom they don't. I think that's the first big kind of disagreement we've had, even though it wasn't really. No, a we didn't really disagree, but I'm just I just think places just don't value they will have seminars and fucking like they will have yearly meetings where they bring you and they wine and dine you and they let you have a free bar and you walk around and you feel oh I'm so I'm part of something so big and blah blah blah. Whereas if you stop you can think, hang on, they can afford a free bar for the night, why can't they afford to give me an extra hundred good a week? Absolutely. And they can, but companies are very, very good at making you feel like you're valued when you're not. And making you feel like they don't have money when they do. Oh yeah, 100%. Boom. I'm not talking about my current job. Yeah, I'm not talking about my current job. I, I feel very respected, but I also know what to look out for now. Yeah. I had to, had to protect myself. I remember the stupidest things you used to be happy about when you joined Secrets. Oh, like... You're like, I, I had a migraine this morning, they sent me home and they're paying me for the day. And I was like, yeah, yeah that's called a sick day. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas before, or in Garfone, if you had a migraine, they'd be like, yeah, take paracetamol. My first manager tomorrow. in my current job, I texted them and I was like, you know, I'll, I'll be late today because I have a migraine. Um, I'm really sorry. And I rang, I followed up a phone call and the manager was like, Lauren, we'll see you when we see you. You have a migraine. Don't come into work. <laughs> and last year I was out sick for five months. And nobody, like, I obviously had to go to a company doctor. Like, that's normal behavior. Like, that's normal procedure. Um, Obviously, as well, a company has to, in a way, protect themselves. To ma- They had to make sure that it wasn't because of the work that yeah. I had a literal mental breakdown. Like, yeah. But it was actually from, from the blip. Exactly. But that was from years of, you know... Being a fucking, you know... You had no break for years. I you had no proper break to stop and be like, what am I doing? Like, Yeah. 
I was like a fucking kicking post for a long time. Like, yeah. no, only um, I get to kick your own. It's great, crack. great. But like, when I was out for five months last year, like I never once felt that I was under pressure to go back. Or like if they're going to ring me tomorrow now and fire me, like, no, there was never any of that. It was like, what can we do for you? Employee employee assistance programs and look, and like anyone who works with me will know it's not perfect and nowhere is. But at least when I go in, in the go in there in the morning. I'm not being treated like shit. Advocate more for yourself. Anyone who's listening that's in a job now at the moment, one of my very best friends was in a job up to this time last year and was killing them as well. And they left, went to another job, and they're absolutely thriving now. Don't let... Work It should be just a small... Aspect of your life Live to work Don't work to live Exactly Not the other way around I'm fucking roiled up now I'm going to go I'm, know, I'm yeah. going full fucking uh, Socialist here Like Yeah fucking hell You take down capitalist From the inside Capitalism I'm from the inside I'm fucking out. losing it now This is a comedy podcast though So we'll uh, It's okay I tried to, to, try to drop a bit of humour in there But I don't think it was a very humorous topic <laughs> I know But you know what It's good to have a fucking serious conversation With every once in a while yeah. Not everything's a silly goose fun time bitches yeah. Not everything is a silly goose fun time yeah. Lauren Catalan 2022 I think maybe that should be the name of the podcast Not everything is a silly goose fun time Right down yeah. Chalk it down <coughs> Why is my voice threatening to go for the last hour? Because you were up screaming into the void all night Um, I wish I was What did I do last night? Loads of stuff. Oh, I watched a movie. The Adam Project on Netflix. Is it good? I enjoyed it. Um, It has um, Ryan Reynolds in it. Yeah. And, and I just think he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's class. And there's a child in it as well, playing young Ryan Reynolds. I saw the trailer, yeah. And like, he's definitely coached him. He's definitely given him all his one-liners. Like, it's so funny. Now, a couple of things we need to talk about. Shit. Before we move into another topic. First of all, on Friday, Madam released a brilliant song and a music video. Okay. Will I play some of it? Play some of it. And the music video is absolutely hilarious. And I never is, is knew. It is, it, is it hilarious? Until I saw the video, I never knew that John was such a good actor. So the video features John. We might share a clip of it with Adam's permission. You're going crazy, you're out of your mind, you're gone cuckoo. So yeah, that's Cuckoo by Madam. And it is hilarious, and has a brilliant song. So there's a lot of connections now with how everything worked with the music video. So the, the song, and obviously it's by Madam. Yeah. You're... The star of the video, really. Yeah. And it was shot and directed by Rob, who was with us two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of creative friends. A lot of creative friends. Um, and I think where it comes back to, like, it, it, it's all been a long-running thing. I mean, I know we just kind of, this podcast kind of popped up on an hour and he had the music. But, like, I was, I've been listening to Adam's album for two a year. Years, years like, yeah, been all along as he's been making it. And I, I heard yeah. the song come in and I was like... As soon as somebody pitched to me that, like, you should really do a podcast, yeah, I was like, that has to be the intro. Yeah, and it's class. And I think, I'm, I can't wait till that song's actually released because the most frequently 
asked question that I get out in the real world is, does he have that song out? Yeah. So, yeah. And it will be soon. I think that is the next release planned. Yes. I, I, I don't quote me on it, but as soon as it's out, um, might get Adam back in, do a live performance of it. He can sing us live on into the podcast. Oh, that would be class. Because they're just as yeah. capacity to do it here. Um, so every week anyway, in the description of the podcast, I have a link tree for Adam. Yeah. In Or Madam, sorry. It's very hard when you're friends with someone. His name is Adam, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I have the link to Adam's link tree that has the music video and it has everything in it. So... While you're listening to this, just click out for two seconds. Don't forget about us, so come back. Come back to us, we'll be here. We'll be here waiting, like. Doesn't all bother. We'll be here, all right. Chat about Blackpool. (laughs) But do check it out. I think it's so important. We need to support each other as well. And the next thing that I wanted to talk about. So, John, there was a story told on the podcast on episode 10. And it was about a first date of our friend... Friend of the show, Larkin. Oh yeah, fucking hell. You're shitting there. <laughs> like, I'm after the finding the Disney girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I locked the door. I'm with the keys in my pocket, and I wasn't opening it. If I told me she was outside, Ron let her in. <laughs> but so, just a quick synopsis of the story. Yeah. You want to give a okay. quick rundown, just Let's in case start anyone's from just the very beginning. Us. Yeah, in case you haven't heard the story, just to refresh your mind a bit, right? So, a couple of years back, a friend of mine, Larkin, um. Was going on a date, a second date with a girl from Tinder, right? He'd only met her once before, and Larkin wasn't long after an operation on his ass. He uh, something to do with his hamstring. Anyway, I'm not going to go into details because <laughs> he'd be here for all day. But anyway, yeah. he was supposed to be on crutches, but he he was like, "Oh, crutches aren't cool." So I'm that not going to take the crutches. Like episode ten was called "No Crutches." Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so, but I was like, "Shit, he's supposed to be on them," and he's going walking around Fota all day. I was like, the least I can do now is make sure he doesn't have to walk the whole way across town, walk to the train station, yeah. walk. Yeah. So I was like, right, I'll drop him and this mystery girl yeah. to the train station or to Fota. Mm-hmm. But if I'd have told Larkin, I'm dropping you to Fota, he wouldn't have agreed. He would have been like, no, it's fine to worry about it. We'll find our own way. So I was like, I'm not going to tell him. Yeah. So we picked up this this uh, wonderful specimen, Abby. Totally unassuming. Totally unassuming. She'd been in Ireland not long. She'd known Larkin for about a, a week. week. Jesus Christ. I picked him up. I picked her up and I drove towards the train station. Yeah. Now, I hadn't neglected to tell anyone at this point that I was yeah. driving them to all the way Water. to Fona. Past the train station. Yeah. Larkin was like, here, is that, that's the turn there. Like, And I was like, no, it's grand, sure, whatever, blah, blah, just turn up here. And then, like, because Larkin was like, dude, you missed the train station. And yeah. Abby was like, Abby was in the front. She was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die here. Yeah. Like, she didn't know where she was going. Yeah. But Larkin was like, you missed the turn. Out onto the link. Yeah. Then I didn't know where photo was. Yeah. So I took the... Went to Little Island. The Little Island mm-hmm. Industrial Park exit. And then I was just driving around the Industrial Park. And Larkin was like, dude, what is going on? And I think Abby was texting her last goodbyes. To her friends and family back in the back in Connecticut, and eventually, I got them to Foda. Yeah, and they had a lovely date. They had a lovely date. The sigh of relief. I nearly heard it. I think he spent the first ten minutes apologizing. Yeah, for the fact that I just kidnapped. And I was speaking to Abby recently, and she was saying she was laughing at my response to the story. I was like, "Did anyone? Did anyone try and like you know ease her like ease her mind or anything?" And everyone was like, "Nope." 
Yeah. Larkin so, was trying to figure out what I was doing. Yeah. So Larkin could. So he didn't think to turn to Abby and be like, we're not going to die, by the way. So the reason that we're rehashing this lovely story is we have Because we started from a kidnapping and now we're here. So the lovely Larkin and Abby got engaged Tuesday. And a massive congratulations from yeah. all of us here at Langill Pod. I think John's looking over me. He knows that I'm actually tearing up. So Yeah, you are, yeah. <laughs> I just think it's lovely. Uh, Larkin and Abby are a lovely couple, very, very well suited, and um, they're great crack. And I'm very, very happy for you both. She literally gave me a big hug on uh, on the Thursday night. She was like, "Started from a kidnapping, now we're here." And <laughs> I, I love was like, that. That is that's, the best quote. That's so brilliant. Uh, but no, yeah. I, I wish them the world of, of happiness. Um, you deserve it. And I love he caught her off guard as well. That's all he wanted to do he was surprise her. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to drive her towards Foda. <laughs> No, that's all he wanted to do was surprise her, and he did, and I'm delighted Fair for them. Yeah, because we thought it was going to happen there about a week and a half ago there when he was in Paris. Like It was her birthday. They Tuesday is why he did it. They, yeah, went yeah, they yeah. were in Paris the week before, and everyone yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. Ooh, waiting Ooh, for the yeah, picture yeah. to go up. Like, no. I'm very, very happy for both of you. So, um, yeah, yeah, I just said... And I'm not bitter at all. Yeah, John can't even get a text back from Vitish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I just think, think uh, it's great stuff happening for the friends of the podcast at the moment. Um, I'll try to think now There's definitely more good news Floating around It's a, it's a Fuck nah. celebrating <laughs> <laughs> Nah No nope. The only other thing Floating around Is the fuel prices So we, we leave it off <laughs> and, a t- and a little a Sprinkle of COVID Is still yeah. going around the place <laughs> And us being left on red <laughs> By a fucking Like probably Social media intern For a fucking Drinks company Like oh, No I'm definitely Getting on to him big time Oh yeah. yeah Yeah Maybe we need to Flag down a van a bit a van, van, not just van Surely in general. that's just a, a contractor who's delivering a bit hit, like yeah. I doubt the CEO's driving around the place. Maybe with a van they are. Of you don't fucking know. Um I wanted to so there's a there's a debate going on in the internet at the moment and <sighs> I just know you're gonna have some sort of fucking ranty take on this. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. So this stall originated, I believe, from TikTok. And the question is, are there more doors or more wheels in the world? And I want to hear what John has to say about it. So I was, I came across this question. Yeah. I was on my way into work uh, and I was just getting stuff out of the car, walking in and someone, someone was talking about it. And I was okay. like, what the fuck are you on about? And then I was in work on break and I read, uh, I came across a post and it was like, are there more wheels or are there more doors in the world? Yeah. And I was like, right, that's a good question, right? So I was okay. like, hang on. If, uh, I'd say there's probably more doors Because if you're talking about cars alone Most cars have four wheels and five doors Yeah So it's like it's probably doors And it's like oh but wait What about like children's toys All have wheels yeah. on them and stuff Then doors that don't work and shit Cabinets have doors Trolleys Some ca- my, my cupboards at home have doors Up to the cupboard And wheels because the trays pull out Yeah And then I stopped and went This is single handedly the stupidest fucking question Anyone has ever asked me And I really why is this going viral? Who gives a shit if I there are more wheels or doors in the fucking... And then I got irrationally angry because w- who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Stop. Who cares if there are more doors or wheels in the fucking world? Why is everyone going batshit over this? No one's going to ever find out the fucking answer. I suppose it's the same as the dress, isn't it? And the That's an optical illusion. This is fucking stupid. That's not an optical illusion. There's, there is a number of one of the two that is higher. Who cares? Now, you were into it up to the point where you realised that you couldn't I gave it about it. four minutes of, huh. 
And then I stopped and went, this is actually the stupidest thing I've ever been asked. <laughs> and everyone is losing their minds over it. There's, there's arguments going on. Do you know who started it, actually? Go on. ASAP Rocky. <laughs> so some prick without a name. He didn't. I made that up. That was you fuck off. You got me mad there. Like. I know I did. Yeah, you, re- you actually, I'm not messing. You actually went red when I said that. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is just absolutely nonsensical. The Laura Liani thing, right? Yeah. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Because depending on which one you're reading, you can hear about it. The dress. Yeah. I think that has something to do with like the device you're looking at yeah, or something yeah, to do yeah, with yeah, people's yeah. eyes. That, yeah, that was yeah, pretty yeah. like. Whatever. Yeah. And I, and I, when I was looking at the dress photo, I saw both colors at different times. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, this is really, this is the stupidest thing. This is, this sums up what's going on at the moment. Old like, man. Old man jot. Fuck. Like, years ago, people used to debate things that were intelligent. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Now they're just like, is there more doors? Or... Fuck off. Who cares? Why is it important? What's yeah. it going to do if know, we find though, out the answer? Again, that's like, that's just a bit of a silly goose fun time. Like, No, if it, silly goose fun time is a question that was going around years ago, which is like, who'd win in a fight? The sun or two billion lions? Is that a question? That's a question. Who'd win in a fight? The sun or I think it's like 20 billion lions because like obviously the first two would burn up but eventually there'd be enough lions that would overwhelm the sun. Is it not the same thing? No. Because this doesn't... 100% like, not like... No, this isn't even silly. Wheels or doors? Like what? Yeah. Are there more? Are there more doors or windows? Why not? Why isn't that the question? Okay, yeah, Wheels and doors question. are just... It doesn't make sense to me because it doesn't correlate. Because obviously there was somebody sitting at home like flicking through TikTok some night and she just went... Or they just went or whatever. I wonder are there more wheels or doors? And then she posted it and then the whole world was like, fuck, I wonder what the actual answer is. And they should find whatever drug she was taking and ban it. Maybe she... John, I have thoughts like this all the time. I just don't put them on the internet. Okay. Like, I ha- I remember around the time I was doing my leaving cert, I was obviously like, you know, teetering on, teetering on the edge. <laughs> yeah. And I the remember... you too. Yeah. What were you teetering on him for? He's married. Because I work in fucking secrets, obviously. Okay. Sorry, yeah. And uh, I remember saying to Tom, I was like, is everything a thing? Like, is there anything that's not a thing? Because everything's a thing. Like, this is something, like, I just think you're, if your mind works a certain way. Okay. Like, yeah. There's an answer to that question. It'd be yes, everything is a thing. Yeah, so everything's a thing. But. That's weird, like. Yeah, but that is, no, that is, that is. Two tiers below, is there more wheels or doors in the world? But are there? Like, what, what, what's more? What's there more of, like? I, do, I don't care. I, and you're, I know you're only asking me. No, you're, I don't I'm care. Inter- it makes no, no difference. I'm interested. You, fuck, are you interested? It makes yeah. no difference to anyone's Tell me life. what you think. Are there more wheels or doors in the world? I don't care. I, I gave it four you minutes of thought and I stopped because I was like, this is the stupidest question anyone okay. has ever asked. All right. But are there more wheels or doors? Okay. No. No is my answer. No. That's not an answer. That's a... Like that's not a question. That's a stupid question. It is actually a question. Stupid yeah, questions. It would be a question. By definition, answers. it would be a question. Or each I swear to God, I will let this uh, table... There. I will let this table and choke you with that fucking cord. Well, in this room alone, no, right? So how many doors are there? You fucking did this to me last week now, so don't you be over there with your fucking face. You do this to me all the fucking time. Yeah? Don't be getting rats, like. 
No, I, I'm not You're not engaging, are you? I'm not participating in this debate of nonsensical madness. Okay. What if someone thinks, uh, I don't know, stand-up comedy is stupid? Don't go to shows. Okay. So, John, don't be getting your knickers in a twist. Just don't... Don't get I'm involved. Not, I'm not engaging. You're trying to get me to engage. You are engaging because you're the one who starts the rant. You could have just literally turned around to me and like, I think there are more doors in the world and then it would have been the end of the conversation. But you're here ranting instead. <laughs> Stop it. Because <laughs> I, I will let the fucking table. I love this. Do you know when you know someone so long? Like, I know you over 10 years now. I just know exactly how to push your buttons. Like You know what will wind me up. I know exactly what will wind you up. Isn't that do you, know, do you know what I had to stop myself from doing through that whole thing? Uh. Was shushing you. Oh my God. Yeah, that would have been it. That, <laughs> I think that would have been the podcast over. <laughs> yeah. you know? If you ever shush Labo, she might turn to violence. Lose it. Like, even if it's a justified shush. No, there's never a justified shush. That's a rude But you know, if someone's true. on the phone and like they're trying to get you two seconds, two seconds, you know, so they'll go shh. Oh, even doing it myself there just made me mad. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. Like, don't be such a condescending fucking sure, she's prick. just rude. Like, just tell someone shut up or something. Like. What are the other condescending things that you think? Is there anything else that, like, just, like, if someone does it to you, you're like, oh, you pretentious prick. So when older people assume they know more than me. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're doing something and then someone who is just because they're older comes along and is like, I'm just a better way of doing that. I'm like, fuck off. No, it isn't. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the entire female experience, and, isn't and it? Even, no, that's mansplaining. See, yeah. mansplaining is different, Lord. Let me tell you the oh, difference. You <laughs> <laughs> he caught himself there, boys. He caught himself. I didn't catch myself. I got you. All right. You were fucking, your face nearly fell into itself. He's snapping. <laughs> it's happened so much for like, you know, someone will be like, no, no. You know, this topic Do you get mansplained to a lot? An awful lot. And work as well, like customers. Really? Customers would be like, no, because like this is actually how it works. And I'm like, oh, is it? Is it? And it's always a man. Always a man. Mansplaining is a big fucking thing, like. I I wouldn't know. Okay. Because Okay. Because you don't get mansplained too. Do is mansplaining as a specific man to woman thing? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Need you to woman's playing it to me. I think. I just think that sometimes men just think women are small little vaginas who don't <laughs> know anything. Like <laughs> <laughs> just walking tits. Like, do you know what I mean? That is like you are here to make my, like they don't say it outright. Like they're not like I think this bitch should be in the kitchen making me pasta. You know they're not saying it because they know it's not right to say, but in their heads they're like. Fuck off, you know, and clean the fucking stairs. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think there's a lot of men thinking that. Do you reckon? I do. Do you reckon I've ever thought it? Uh, no. Not you. (laughs) I'm really trying to be your wingman here. So just don't, don't. I I have. I have thought it. Okay. But not ever just because someone was a woman. Okay. And it isn't isn't ever just to women either. Sometimes I'll be somewhere. Are you, going, are you going to cancel yourself here? No, just watch no. yourself there, small bitch. No, no, okay. no. Oh, I'm careful, I'm careful. Okay. Sometimes I'll see someone doing something Okay. so badly that I'm like, you should just go home and wash your clothes or something like. Okay, but that's not, that's not, not like, like, hey, you baby maker. No. Fucking. But like, imagine being in a pub and someone putting a sign down two minutes before the table was booked. 
oh, has this happened to you recently or anything? Or And I was just like, you should definitely not be here working this job. You should be in a non-customer facing role here. Yeah. But that's not, that's not, you know, that's not. Uh, Can you tell him still sour about it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, I don't think, I don't think I ever thought that because of a gender. I thought that I only think that based on. Like behaviours. Performance. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Sometimes I do honestly think that like, you know, it's like. There are certain, I don't know, like I don't think I've Sometimes I think I should be at home doing something else. I feel like I should always be at home. <laughs> like every time I go out in the world I do something awkward like. Oh, I have a good one for you. Oh, go on. I meant to text you yesterday and I forgot. Do you know the way you're always m- taking two words, shoving them together and making no sense when you're in a customer facing experience or in your shop or something. Yeah. Like no worry about it. Yeah. When Tom said no bobblem to a customer. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. So I was... Collecting a friend of mine, Cole, and his missus somewhere, right? And I was, they were going, they were at a restaurant or something. Yeah. I was not gonna out them anyway. And uh, I was like, oh, I was getting stuff in the shop anyway. And I picked up two chocolate bars. Cute. And I was like, hang on. They're at dinner. They're not gonna want, okay. probably not gonna want a chocolate bar immediately after. Then I remembered one of them doesn't even like chocolate. And I didn't know if the other one did. And all this happened while I was getting closer and closer to the front of the queue. Mm-hmm. And then your man looked at me and yeah. I looked at him and he said, are you okay? And I said, shh, thanks. What were you trying to say? Don't know. And then he said, what? <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, what? Because he just said, are you okay? And I said, thanks. He said, what? And I said, cheese. And put the two bars down and said, can I have blah, blah, blah. I just malfunctioned. Oh, God. Shit, thanks. Cheese. Can I have... Yeah, they were like, this guy is fucked. I literally malfunctioned in front of him. Because in my whole That's head... That's probably why you got pulled over, you know. They, they were probably getting a wellness check done on you. <laughs> <laughs> the shop clerk <laughs> rang and was like, there's a fella here, he's shit tanking and cheesing. Yeah, yeah, shit tanked. <laughs> you never shit tanked, like, not in yeah, public. Yeah, I, I absolutely malfunctioned. What are some of your ones of those that are good? Because you've had loads. <sighs> I actually can't think of any off the top of my head, but... I do know that, like, I was just thinking there, sometimes I manage it totally grand if I go through a drive-through, you know? Like, McDonald's, no particularly. Not, like, boxed coffee or whatever, because I just know them, so I'm like, cappuccinos there, please, like, you know? But sometimes when I drive through McDonald's, I get so embarrassed. But I think what actually has happened recently is I've never experienced it in a drive-through before where you say one thing, so you're like, can I get a medium chicken nugget meal with a Coke or whatever, and anything else? That's all they say. Anything else? And you're like, okay, one second there now. I've just ordered the first thing. Can you give me a second to take a breath between it? Yeah. You know? So, but I get so awkward then. I'm like, and so it makes it sound like you're ordering about 500 euro worth of food, but you're actually only, maybe that's just me being fat phobic no. towards myself. You know, there's two things I do to a drive through right? <laughs> you're not afraid of yourself, you're grand. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, first thing I do is, it doesn't matter how long I'm in the queue. Yeah. If there was an hour queue for the drive through it's not until I'm the next car where I'm like, shit, what do I want? Start thinking, yeah. I don't know what I want till I'm the next fucking car. But I've actually noticed you, and like you be quite like self-assured in most of those customer service situations, but you get very nervous ordering in a drive-thru when there's other people in the car. But I think you have PTSD from people being like, tell them you love their mum. Yeah. You know? It's just, when I'm at a drive-thru and there's a hundred people talking in the car and I'm trying to talk to the person and then they're all making noises... 
<laughs> and shit. I'm like, I just get very like, can you shut the fuck up? But I can't say that because she'll think I'm telling her to shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can I tell everyone something as well? There's cameras. Fuck you, like. I know there is because you can see them. But people don't know. Because like, I remember when I was working the drive-thru, you'd be like, hi, how are you? Welcome to McDonald's, whatever. And people would be like fucking giving you the middle finger and like doing the wanking sign and everything like in front of the camera. You'd be like, yeah, like I can't tell you, but I can see you like. Why can't you tell them? Well, like, well, I suppose you could like, but I was If someone stuck up their middle finger to me, I suppose now I would, not back then when I was the age you were. I would be like, you know, I can see you, yeah. But also, is that like they all used to be like this was like pre. F- I suppose this was like just Snapchat era. Like, you know, they'd be fucking recording you and like zooming into your face and stuff, and people like just fuck off. Like, do you know what I mean? I think we should bring back allowing people in customer facing roles to tell people to fuck off. Not yeah. that it was ever here, but I think we should bring it in. Yeah, I feel like you should be just given one free pass a month where you could just be like, "Would you ever just fuck off?" One a day. Someone called me a bitch last week, like. Why you clapping ass not hard enough? I literally was just like, absolutely, yeah, no problem. I'll do that for you. Could you just fill out this form for me first and then I'll be back to you in five minutes? STI form. And the person, yeah. And someone was just like, bitch, under their breath. I was like, oh my God. Like, I'm not a bitch. Uh, like, I am, but like, I wasn't that in that moment. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Because you, you are. I can be a bitch, yeah. But bitch. I'm funny, like. So everything's fine. Gaslighters, you know, <laughs> gaslighters anonymous over here, like, yeah. So, sorry, no, I, I was very serious this week, like. Ah, that's grand. We'll get back in, like, we, we, we can't be so funny all the time. It's very hard, like. He's like, we actually are funny. Though. Yeah, gas. <laughs> yeah, especially when like we pulled up there at the start and we were just ripping each other for five yeah, minutes, I like swerved into the car park. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's actually, yeah, it's on the story. Um, Did you put that up? What if my mum sees? Or the guard sees that? No, they're definitely going to pull me over. I'd say no, swerving around the fucking car park with nobody else there, I'd say it's pretty okay. If you say so. I say so. So the two things we want people to do this week. Are there more wheels or doors? Three. No, fuck. <laughs> There's three things we want people to do. Yeah. Four if you include ignoring that fucking question, right? Yeah. Send me in. Send me in. You aware that I have headphones on and can hear you whispering? I'm whispering to the listener. The listener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing we want you to do is watch, like, and share the Cuckoo music video. Yep. It's class. It was so much fun to film, and it's actually it like I'm not just being like it's so good. It's actually genuinely good. I didn't fully understand what was going on. You they were do? just like put on this coat and stand here. Okay. Ran that and do this. Didn't really know what I was doing. Saw it afterwards. Was like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. Good crack. All the same. Watch that and share that and like that. The yeah. second thing we want you to do is like and share the podcast. Yes, please. Very important. And if you can, like, just you know, like our posts on social media and stuff because they're I, really funny. I also did a fucking like a little bit of a. Um, experiment last week and after I posted a reel I went on to my own personal page came back to the Langowl one and it wasn't showing on my timeline at all no no matter how many times I refreshed you think we should post it and pay for money and shit like yeah but I just 
I, if people organically share it or organically like it, you know, um, because if I share it on the story, it comes up. Just give us an old like there, like. Draw no like on a like. Draw no fucking like, nah. Judge me. Like, you know, I think we give, you know, f- a bit of crack for free, like, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, we're good yeah, crack. We're good like crack, like. Yeah. We're good people. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, I got no response back from Claire as well. I just clicked into the Claire. Okay, I remember that from last week. Claire was the woman we said. What did I say? If she, if she, tweet, if she replied to the email that the word dildo, dildo. would go on her service. Yeah, she didn't. I have two spams actually. Is it from Claire? No, there's one from a person called Deborah Paul. I need your help. Oh God. Shorty underscore havoc at centrum dot cz. I'd say that's definitely a real person. What if Deborah? Really, Deborah Deborah's a finding. Debbie's finding. That was actually only sent at two o'clock this morning, so I can find out. Okay. I can find out. No what was the third thing we wanted to do? Can't remember. Uh, sorry, there's another <laughs> in the spam. The subject line is Hello, I am Roger Kalusha, attorney to your late relative. Now I'm contacting you for the claim of your late relative's fund. I shall send you more information and procedures when I receive a positive response from you. I feel that's plausible. That both of us are related to someone called Roger. Yeah. Let's respond. Okay. Hi, Roger. Thank you. Anyway, well, uh, Lauren is responding <laughs> to that email. <laughs> if you want to send us an email, you can. It's langowlpod at gmail.com. That's L-A-N-G-O-W-L-P-O-D at gmail.com. You can also get in contact with any of our social medias at langowlpod. That's L-A-N-G-O-W-L-P-O-D. I think that's I think we've worn each other out. No, I've actually just I'm just sending an email there now I just responded. So let's see. Um let's see. Oh you emailed Roger. I thought you someone yeah. emailed us. No, no, I've responded to Roger there now, so I'm actually kinda buzzing to see what he uh what he has for us. Is I get grey crack out of answering these like I Who are the people who spam us and they're like promote your podcast on this way? You respond to all of them <laughs> with horrific comments. <laughs> <laughs> will, I, will I look some of them up? So, like, there's these, like, obviously when you use the hashtag at hash, or hashtag pod or whatever, people get onto reality records, I think, and it's like, record, promote your podcast here. So, it's obvious spam, like. So, they say things like, um, promote it on at reality records, and then I replied, my parents split up when I was 24. And then same, promoted on reality records. I had to get my dog put down a few weeks before my leaving cert. Yeah, another one. I use humour to hide my pain. Like, I sometimes, <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm signed in on my phone as well, even though Labo does most of the, uh, the social media. And so it's like, someone has liked your comment. And I'm like, what are we commenting on? Just out of nose. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't come up like which, And then it's yeah. like, oh, I had to put, my, put down my dog before the leaving. I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? The last <laughs> one, I was like, I had a hard time in school. You're just unhinged, like... I just think it's very funny because, like, you know, no one's reading these, but the listeners can see them. So, what this if they are? Good. What if reality records? Like, oh, we wanted them, but now they're they seem a bit loose. Reality like. fucking records. Now, if you click into it, you have to pay like, you know, fifty euro to get like promoted on a Spotify or an Instagram page with one million uh, followers. But like the people that you probably end up reaching are all Americans, and sure, nobody can fucking understand us. Five percent of our listeners are American now. All right, but like. Do you know, realistically, people don't know what we're saying most of the time, like, do you know? Like, I'm sure if I was listening to this, I wouldn't know what we're talking about either. 
I don't think we know we're on about half the time. We're having great crack all That's the time. That's our charm, like, yeah. you know what I mean? That's what we're like in person. We still have full five-star reviews, though. So we're not doing too bad, like. Um, should we have a guest on next week, I think? Nah. Because I wasn't able to get one this week. I'm sick of everyone. I reached out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking miserable bitch, like. Only messing I reached out to, to Bono again. Ah, for fuck's sake. What? Is he here? He's in Ireland anyway. How'd you know that? Because I saw an Instagram post where he was in Ireland. Oh, right. And I, I reached out to him. I said, hey, Bon. We're on first name basis now. O is his second name. I was like, hi, Bon. Bonzo. It's Bon O. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I was like, you're in Ireland. I know you are. <coughs> it's not creepy. You I'm look your, great, man. Your yeah. blue pants are class. Love the shades. Good glasses. If you're down our way, pop in. He said he would. Yeah. But last minute, the edge asked him to go hat shopping. So he's not going to make it. And do you think by Bono going do hat shopping Don't do it. with the edge, it would give him a new fresh look for the summer? Oh, thank God. Thank God. And the edge. Right, I think that's all we have time for this week. It is. We actually have an end time to our slot this week. So what do you mean? No, we, we have don't. To be up by six. We don't. We don't. I was not booked in for the day. Why'd I'm, you lie? I have a code at eight. Why'd you lie? I told you we had a code for today. Yeah, no, I know. I, I am only messing. I actually have to go. I, it's actually funny because the people are awake after the time that we're finishing up this week, so I actually have to go do shit. Oh yeah, it's the middle of the day. It's actually the daytime. That's right. Middle of the day. So we're going to go off and do adult things now, normal things like normal people, because it's not four o'clock in the middle of the night. <laughs> it's not the morning. Yeah, it's not <laughs> bedtime. We're not like going home and just hopping into the shower and getting ready for work. Like No. So that's all we've time for. I've been the Langer. And I've been the Langer. No, you haven't. Great, we'll try again. I've been the Langer. And I've been the Langer. No, no, no. I've been the Langer. And I've been... The, I've been you can the, do this I've been the Langer oh, For fuck's sake She's been the gowl And we'll see you <laughs> next time <laughs> Thank you Before Thank you for listening To this week's episode Of Langer and the Gowl If you have a moment Please leave a review for us Wherever you get your podcasts And if you want to get in touch Via Facebook Twitter or Instagram We are At Langowlpod If you want to send us an email You can email us On langowlpod At gmail.com I've been the Langer And I've been the gowl Go fuck yourself you.